Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. This is episode 1118, titled Inked, and we are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. How are you, T? I'm doing really well, and how are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. It's nice to be here with you once again. Ooh. <laughs> so romantic. With just a handful of episodes left. I know. In our pockets. I I relish these moments with you more and more. <laughs> I know. I, I it feels weird knowing that it's numbered. Mm-hmm. Like really numbered. Right? Mm. <laughs> Hopefully we do well. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> if only the show was better. God, if only. <laughs> Why couldn't Seventh Heaven just be a little better? I know. I mean, like, would it have killed Brenda Hampton to make a good show? <laughs> Like, would it have killed her? I know. Just try. <laughs> I'm a bad human. Okay, uh, let's go. <laughs> so, this episode, uh, how, general thoughts, how, how, how do you feel about it? Exactly that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that. <laughs> like, it just, it's a setup. It's a setup to what's coming. It's definitely a transitional moment. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, we have four more episodes after this to mm-hmm. go. Look, I mean, didn't you, I can't remember which episode this was, but remember when um, Kevin just gives Lucy shit like, oh yeah, imagine your own church. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that would be like. And we were, and then with her getting phone, not phone calls or something, but there was another time that you and I did think, what if she does do, go for her own church? Well, right? well, yeah, because I think it was the last episode of the one before that when yeah. she, when we, the audience learn that she has an offer, yeah. right? And She's she tells Annie about it. She doesn't know how to talk to her dad about mm-hmm. it. And in this episode, you know, we open with we don't open with it, but um, or do we? Yeah, we do. We open with them yeah. in this one horse town. Like, it looks like Big Bear. It's literally a <laughs> one building, all encompassing town. It seems. Yeah. And if you can even call it a town, it's it's Seriously. like a road stop. Really. Yeah. Um, Called Crossroads, mm-hmm. which is, we are led to understand the place that Lucy has gotten her offer and they're here to, I guess, visit and get the lay yeah. of it and see, you know, if it's a good fit or whatever. Exactly. I mean, right away, it's very, I'm getting, mind you, I've never even seen this show, but I'm getting major like Twin Peaks vibes from it. Like, oh, oh you know, it's almost like like the, the guy was going to come out of that and be like, she hasn't been alive for a hundred years. You know, like, <laughs> like, that's the vibe. I was like, oh, my God, this is where we go to get murdered. You know? Yeah, that's true. And I, but I think they do that on purpose, right? They yeah. make it that way so that the audience is like, wait, what's happening here? What's yeah. going on? And for you to be like, Lucy, what are you thinking? No, you belong at your dad's church. And then, of course, they're going to try to win you over. Mind you, all Lucy can say is so immediately, right? They get to where they the, the GPS tells them they should be. And it doesn't look like anything. There certainly yeah. is no church. And so Lucy's like, we're in the wrong place. But then... Kevin's like, no, we're in the right place. So they pull over and somebody comes out of yeah. the gas station or whatever. And he says how, yeah, no, you're in the right place. The church is here in the bar. Yeah. And Lucy's like, the church is in the bar. And <laughs> Kevin's like starts asking questions like, oh, yeah, OK, cool. Like, who are you? What, you know, where are yeah. you? Whatever. And all Lucy can say in this opening cold open is the church is in, in the, the bar. bar? Yeah. <laughs> like you can tell she's uncomfortable. And at, or at the very least confused mm-hmm. by what she's gotten herself into. Yeah. 
mind you, it's not like she's taken the job yet. No, but it's almost like uh, she's definitely judgmental, like 100% mm-hmm. judgmental. And it's uh, taking over her actual, like, trying to experience what this place can maybe offer or not. Like, she's she's already, like, kind of set in her mind, yeah, I don't know if this is going to work. Yeah, she's Or not- at least that's the feeling you're getting when Kevin's, like, asking more questions and you don't know what Ke- what side Kevin is on exactly. either. Exactly. Although you can see immediately on his face, like, he's not as turned off by it as yeah, she is. Yeah, because what? Uh, topic of guns come up? <laughs> God damn it. I swear. Uh, I, okay, I'm not going to get on my soapbox. There's only a handful of episodes left. I don't want to put my listeners through that. But long story short, they understand. They, they come to understand that, you know, this is a town where there's only a handful of buildings and there's only like, I think they say 27 people that live here. 27. And, um, you know, something about like, you'll like everyone that comes here or lives here has to have a college degree or be going to school or something. There's all these like rules. It's starting to feel a little culty. It kind of does. And then Lucy's just trying to be like, okay, like, and how does this church function? And like, you know, and then the guys, because it's these two men she's talking to, and they're just like, "We let let's go to the gun range, Kevin. Like whatever." They yeah. offer Kevin a job to be the sheriff, sheriff of the town. Yeah, they don't have a sheriff. They don't have a sheriff. And so they they take him to the gun gun range, and it's like, "Oh, Lucy, my wife's gonna be here to like make dinner or whatever soon. So like, why don't you hang out and talk yeah. to her?" Kind of a thing. So she's like, "Okay." So she's sitting there, and then the wife's there, like making the dinner or whatever, like behind the bar counter, yeah. you know. And Lucy's like, "Are you sure there's no- there's nothing I can do to help? Like I'm here, you know, whatever." And she's like, "No, no, you're fine, you know." It's all very like weird, you yeah. know. And then we meet up. She sees that same guy from before again. Yes. The guy who says he's a doctor. He's a doctor part time. Yeah. He works at the gas station part time because mm-hmm. his it's his dad's gas station and yeah. whatever. It's again very muddy. Like it's not yeah. very clear. We don't know where his actual residency and his part time. It does just doesn't make right. sense. Right. But also like it, the whole thing is just unclear in terms of like how does this crossroads function? Like yeah. what are the economics of crossroads? Like it's it's unclear on purpose again, like yeah. by design, exactly why it is the way it is or whatever. Yeah, it's odd because it's a bar, it's a church, it's also a school. Yeah. And I don't know what else that building offers, but I mean, you have three in one. I think you're great. Right. Uh. And so, and so when that guy reappears, right, mm-hmm. Lucy, like they start talking again. And at this point, it feels like Lucy's kind of made up her mind that yeah. she's not into it, into it, or at least. She's like even more closed off to it than she was when they first got here, you know? So when you say that everyone has to work and go to school, by has to, you mean... Down ordinance. You have to work and be involved in some learning process or you can't live here. So I guess that's why there's so few people that live here. They just don't want to work and go to school. Well, it's a growing community. Uh, Why do I get the feeling that I'm missing a big piece of information? I don't know. Did anyone tell you that this is a town where all the children are foster children and all the parents are foster parents? Uh, no. Yeah. And their parents are? In prison. Boom. (laughs) Yeah. Right away, I have a million questions. Yeah. 
one, this this two-man town, okay, this one-horse town, as yeah. it were, how did they find do the research and discover that there is a pastor out there who also is a foster parent Seriously. or, you know, has the certification to be one and, and has the like, capacity and availability to come and be the pastor here. I don't know. Like how do you, like, is there like a bull, is there like a website, like a yeah. casting call, pastor call website? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Cause it's like, what, who do you contact? That's the head that can be like, Hey, so I'm coming to the top of the, of like basic like right like like who's the hr of pastors basically that's like placing them yeah in these perfect niches where they could fit you know i don't know how that worked out again suspension of disbelief disbelief, whatever but then we learn you know because one of lucy's rebuttals or whatever is like well you know like it's 27 people like who even comes to church here like what's the point kind of a thing you know yeah and they're like, well, actually, several hundred people come to church here yeah. from all over neighboring places of all different kinds of faith because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of like churches around here because a lot of places got shut down from for lack of attendance or lack of funding exactly. or whatever. And so people actually do come here in droves every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, don't they say it's every day or something? Or not every day, I guess. But no, I think every Sunday he it's, says it's like... It's a weekly thing? Okay. Yeah, and he definitely mentions how like there's this one guy that comes like from four hours over because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's it's because only- it's the best or only church of option available to him. <laughs> yeah, insane. Yeah, it's insane. It is insane. And Lucy soon realizes, and what what ends up happening with her is like she goes from no, this is ridiculous. This is not for me. What is yeah. this place? To no, it's too much of a challenge. Yeah. It's too much all at once that there's 500 people coming here once a week because and putting all this pressure on me. Plus, I'm going to have to be a foster parent to have like 27 kids exactly. here. Plus, those 27 kids' actual parents are in prison. Yeah. Bad influence, blah, blah, blah. Plus, she's also thinking, you know, we want to have another kid. We want to raise our family yeah. here. Like, is this the best place for us? Whatever. And so she's now coming at it from that angle and mm-hmm. like saying no to it. Yeah. But then you got Kevin over here who, after spending just a couple hours on the gun range with these fools, yeah. is like, I, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm in. I want to be the sheriff. I want us to move here. I want us to raise a family here. Yeah. This is perfect. It's He's nice, ready lovely. to move. He's ready to move. And she's tripping. Yeah. And that's kind of how they leave it, too. It's left very, like, open-ended. There's no decision. No, they don't make a decision. It's more just, like, they go home and they're going to talk about it, obviously, and, you know, weigh their options and stuff. But um, it was interesting to see see Lucy. I keep wanting to call her Ruthie. Yeah. To see Lucy um, grappling with that. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I think because she's no longer closed off to it as, like, no, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. Now she's just actually thinking about the logistics and it's like, is she up to the challenge? Yeah. Because that's a lot of kids to mentor. Not that and just a lot of people in your quote unquote congregation. Yeah. too. you know, to be responsible for. Because I also imagine too, like the way that Eric does with his he people. He goes and in he the visits globe, them. Everyone's always looking to him for advice yeah. or, you know, whatever. 
And if she's going to do that to people that are not only the 27 kids that she's going to be a foster parent to, but then also people from four towns over or four hours over or whatever, like that's, that's a lot for her. And she's trying to be a new, like another, like she's trying to have another kid and everything. God, I can, you know, yeah, that's, that's something. I don't know. Sounds interesting though. I mean, it, it sounds, it definitely sounds scary. I still don't understand how this place actually functions. It doesn't make sense to me. I think it seems to function just simply on goodwill. Like, yeah. that's why they force the issue of like, you're going to go to school, you're going to work, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's kind of how they get labor going on, yeah. right? Like, everyone has to have a job. And then clearly, because it's such a small town, I bet there's not a ton of like money in it. Yeah. I'm sure it's more just like, okay, yeah, we feed, we're, we have like a big mess hall every night where mm-hmm. where I make dinner for everybody and everybody eats together. Yeah. And then, it's, you know, we, it, we go to yeah. school together and we go to church together. And it's, it's truly the tiniest community. Yeah. Just super tiny. And then the poor guys too, he's like, it's a growing community, which yeah. is a bleak statement, Seriously. essentially pointing to the fact that more and more people are being imprisoned and leaving their children fought like, you know. Yeah. Un, unparented or whatever the word is for that. <laughs> but yeah, like, but maybe not wrong. I mean, you know, certainly from Ben to Hampton's point of view, I guess the point she's trying to make, right. That like, yeah. these are people that need help too. And there, there is a community here for yeah. that, you know, rise up to the challenge, I mm-hmm. guess. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. So, I mean, that's where we are with Lucy and Pretty Kevin. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so while all this is going on for the King Kirks over mm-hmm. in, you know, Crossroads, which is still unclear. Is that the name of the town or the name of the bar? I think it's the name of the... Mm. Shouldn't it be the name of the town? I guess it's the name of the town, but then everything is named after it. So it's like Crossroads Church, Crossroads, Crossroads bar, bar, Crossroads School, whatever. Damn. I suppose so. Yeah. Um, so while that's going on at Crossroads, back in the snow globe, yes, <laughs> Ruthie is dealing with the aftermath of the horrible tattoo decision she made. Yeah. And we, re- we learn that she and Annie were at the doctor's office where Ruthie was presented with her options for removal mm-hmm. and, you know, eventually, like, I guess over the course of several treatments or whatever, eventually it'll just turn white and then it'll have a small, small scar and it'll go away and yeah. whatever. However, the problem is, is it's crazy fucking expensive. And you know what's funny? No one's talking about how painful it is. Well, yeah. I, well, they didn't talk about how painful it was to get the tattoo either. So True, but man. I guess T-Bone did pass out, though. <laughs> yeah, and from my understanding, anybody that, like, removes a tattoo, that remove the removal process is the most painful. It's I can't worse. even imagine. Is it because they're burning the skin off, or how does that work? Um, Do you know? That I'm not sure. I don't know if it... If, if they are burning it off, I I think I would assume so because there are How else there is would you do it right yeah there is scarring you do have to patch it up yeah you know you can't leave it open because it's it, it's, it's a wound yeah. yeah so that's weird and and also awful like yeah. it must be why people don't do it very often like even if they regret their tattoo they'd rather stick with it than go through the process of removing well, it. well especially if it's on bones Eek. if it like. Yeah, if it's not in like Imagine a if fleshy it's, area. Yeah, if it's on your like ribs or your elbows. Where there's not even a ton of skin to begin with. Yeah. Oh, gosh. From, from what I hear, that must yeah. be painful because it's, it's hitting imagine. your bone. 
Oy. Yeah. No, no, no. 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 I mean, don't get me wrong. I love <laughs> tattoos, but fuck no. See, it's too much. It's too much pressure. Yeah. It's such a stupid thing. Like, if yeah. you think about it, like, what is, like, I mean, I don't want to say it's a stupid thing because I'm sure there's, like, tons of cultural and religious yeah. you know, implications to tattoos and stuff. So, whatever. I'm not, I'm not making a judgment call on getting a tattoo, but it's just, like, it's such a life decision like you know what I mean it's it's like choosing to have it's like deciding to have a kid like you know what I mean like it's a forever responsibility (laughs) and even kids at 18 you're no longer responsible for them you know what I mean true yeah like that shit is on your skin it's stuck with you you can't replace your skin holy cow and if you are it's a painful process although okay when we do eventually become one when when the singularity is achieved and we're just a bunch of zeros and ones floating in in a collective consciousness without our carbon-based beings do you feel like do you think that people will be more inclined to put on skins of like whatever they want like like today i'll have a tattoo on my skin and then tomorrow i'll be purple and (laughs) that's like total recall right there and i like a part of me doesn't hate that because that would be so much fun like in the virtual reality of life yeah right yeah like if i want to have a tattoo today i will and tomorrow i can remove it yes (laughs) that's cool that's a way to live dude Dude, the movie total recall i mean it's a small thing of what they do but all there's this one girl she's putting on nail polish and which it's like a uh you know like those pens that you see at the uh, what, what do you want to say um at the register oh yeah the, like the credit card uh-huh. and then the pen literally the girl is holding a pen to her fingertips mm-hmm. and it's changing color on the spot oh that's cool do you get what i mean so like that's imagine cool. like being able to do that with your skin like yeah uh, I uh-huh. can change a color like like a Sims type program, right? Where Jesus. you're where you're in the Sims and today you have purple hair and tomorrow you have green hair and who cares, right? Like like that kind of an idea. I feel like that's what we can look forward to yeah. when the singularity is achieved and we're no longer tied to these carbon yeah. life forms that die after 80 years if you're lucky or whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting spacesuit that you guys arrive in, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I guess it does beg the question, like, procreation, right? How does that happen when we're no longer carbon-based life forms? Like, how do you get new humans in the universe? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not exactly sure how you would actually... Like what? Like, give energy out to create another right, being, right? A light being. What's the incubating process for that to be? <laughs> I don't know, but that sounds kind of fun to go into. Although, 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 I suppose that you wouldn't really need that anymore, right? Like, there would be no no point in procreation anymore because procreation is, is simply to keep the species alive. Yeah, the species would be alive forever, so we could even potentially resurrect dead consciousnesses if we can store them after they die and i hope we're picky in that time <laughs> well yeah i mean like let's not bring back hitler you know <laughs> although i guess that would be out of the question because it would have to be consciousnesses that we stored yeah with the technology that we haven't developed yet i can't imagine someone okay let's bring all the bad people and let's see if we can change them <laughs> <laughs> and if we can't then we just re- like delete them yeah 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 <laughs> this never happened in our history just you know pull it out it's all good how did we get here? We watched The Good Place one too many times. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so anyway, so she's complaining about how much she wants to do it. And Annie's yeah. trying to tell her like, no. I mean, she's not saying no, but she is saying like, okay, 
you're going to have to pay for this yourself then because yeah. your dad and I cannot do this for you. You made the decision to get this tattoo yeah. and it's your responsibility to deal with it, to 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 suffer the consequences or yeah. to work hard to, you know, get it removed or whatever. Exactly. So she's like telling her how it is. And then, you know, Ruthie's just like pouting and moaning and meh, 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 meh. Uh-huh. And then her dad walks in and... Uh, I was so grossed out. Mm-hmm. Oh, Daddy, I'm so glad you're home. I went to the doctors today, and they said that they could remove the tattoo, but I don't have enough money to pay for it. So can you help me, Daddy, please? It was stupid. It was a really, really stupid thing to do. So can you, Daddy? Can you help me? Sure I can, Princess. Really? I can help you get a job. Uh, it's like and then and then he says your mom called me after you guys left the doctor's office like he knows the game she's playing yeah but that whole thing of like daddy yeah it's like you've never in your life called eric daddy yeah like ew ruthie ew her level of spoiledness in this opening scene alone is enough to make your skin crawl. And then she doubles down on it. Yeah. She gets the next day, dude. She gets worse and worse throughout this episode. It's oof. See, okay. She doesn't get worse and worse throughout the episode. She gets worse up to a point, which we'll get to. Mm -hmm. And, but then it's almost like it was way too easy after that. That, yeah, I didn't like that. It was way too easy. Like she got it real quick. So, okay, so this whole thing goes down, right? Annie tells her no, Eric tells her no, whatever. Yeah. And then the next day, um, t- because T-Bone inadvertently walked in when Ruthie, when Annie were talking about it. And yeah. Annie made a comment like, you know, you save up, you can pay to get rid of T-Bone forever. <laughs> you know? Seriously. She means the tattoo, but then he hears it said like that, right? Yeah. And so his brain is like reeling and... When the next morning she hasn't let the let it go, he comes downstairs and he's like, you know what? I want to pay for it. Yeah. Because while I understand that it's not like I asked you to get this tattoo for whatever, like I'm I feel responsible because it's my name on your back and I'm the one in this relationship with you. So I want to pay for it. Yeah. And Ruthie's like, I think you should. Yes. Bitch, what? And Annie has to once again tell her like it is. It was your tattoo. It was your idea. You alone decided to put his name in big letters across your back. So? So T-Bone is saving up his money for college. He needs every little bit of money that he makes. He pays for his clothes, his school supplies, and anything else that he needs. You're really going to take money away from T-Bone? So you use the money that Dad earns. It's the same thing. Oh, your dad and I have been married for 30 years. We are a married couple, something that you and T-Bone are not. And and we share everything. He works outside the home. I work inside the home. He makes the money. I manage the money. And I manage it with great respect for the hard work that goes into getting it. Not that I need to justify my staying home to you or anybody else. You don't have to justify it. It's just that it's a promise ring. T-Bone has promised to marry me. And... We're going to be married for 30 years, just like you and Dad. And although I do intend to work outside the home, we're still going to share our money. So why can't he share his money with me now? Because, Ruthie, you guys are 12. Yeah. That's why. Like, she's... 
had they not okay i'm sorry i'm gonna say this had they not been white you know that mother would have backhanded her daughter (laughs) sorry but no what boggles my mind about this is like and and honestly i it's hard to believe that it's coming from ruthie because like really is she that stupid at this age and after knowing what we know about her and everything she's learned and gone through and whatever is she that naive and that dumb about and relationships and any of that stuff like that's what I, that, that, um, this is one of my biggest issues with this episode is one good job ruthie i couldn't stand you in this episode <laughs> yeah you're the worst human ever but i also can't buy this shit because of what like ruthie can be spoiled and say um back in scotland back in scotland all she wants because this I can believe coming out of her acting like above it all sure that immaturity I can believe sure. but this like nah bitch yeah this you this know level. work you know work in this family and you know how everybody earns work in this family not just that though the part that I'm have that I'm struggling with is her naivete about this relationship she's in oh yeah like nah. I mean okay so he gave you a promise ring really you really think that you're gonna marry t-bone tomorrow and you guys are gonna be married for 30 years like eric and annie really yeah like is that where you think your relationship is at ruthie all one month of it that it's been yeah like are you fucking kidding me dude like she's so dumb (laughs) like i don't think it yeah but see that and then then i struggle too because i struggle with the idea that she is dumb like I just think that she is so blinded by her dislike of this tattoo yeah, and her like, like her inability to see the light at the end of the tunnel to a point in her life where she can get it removed. Yeah. That she just wants to get rid of it now Mm -hmm. that she's saying stupid shit like this and she's disrespecting her mother and being a brat and all this shit because she's so blinded by, I got to get this fucking tattoo off my skin, you know? And everyone asking her, well, what does it matter if you're going to end up with T-Bone? I mean, listen, Annie makes a good point. I, I mean, she makes a good point. Um, but I also at the same time in my head, I was like, dude, have you seen that fucking tattoo? Of I course mean, yeah. anybody would get that shit removed. Yeah, I mean... But but it does beg the question, right? Yeah, like, I know. And, what, what does it not really only, matter? N- not only do you want it removed, but you want the guy you're going to marry to pay to get it removed. Like, really? Like, yeah. that's where we're at now? Like, it's just... The whole thing is just bad form on mm-hmm. her part, on Ridley's part. Yeah. And so so they have this whole fight. Annie goes upstairs. Yeah. And Eric's like, you know, they're talking. And Annie's like, I'm just... I'm done talking to her. Like, I don't... I don't know what else to say to her. Yeah. To explain why we won't pay for this tattoo. Yeah. And so Eric's like, you know what? You're right. I'm not going to let this go on any longer. I got mm-hmm. this. And in a, I mean, I was like impressed by Eric in this moment. I'll be honest. Yeah. I was like here for everything that he was saying. You are sometimes just incredibly selfish and irresponsible and disrespectful. And I'm, I'm not going to allow that. Is that understood? No, I, you know, I don't think it is. So I'm going to explain it. I am not going to allow you to be disrespectful of your mother, no matter how much you don't like living with that tattoo. Because you know what? That's exactly what you're going to have to do is live with that tattoo until you and only you pay to have it removed. I'm not letting you take any money from T-Bone. And you know what else? You're getting a job whether you want one or not. So start looking. All right. I will. 
I promise. May I be excused? Yes, you may be excused to go and apologize to your mother. Where do you get off implying that your mother takes the money that I earn? There isn't enough money in the world to pay your mother for what she does for all of us. And don't say in Scotland because I am tired of in Scotland. It isn't any different in Scotland or anywhere else in the world. There is no culture that allows children to be disrespectful to their parents. You got it? Yeah, I, I got it, really. I mean it. I guess I just needed a reminder. I'll go apologize right now, and tomorrow I'll go out and look for a job, and if the best that I can find is at the Dairy Shack, then I'll work there. I promise. Yeah, way too easy. Way too easy. Mm-hmm. It turns around from just one like talk from Eric. Seriously. I wish I I wish it would have gone on longer. I wish we would have seen this like bratty streak yeah. grow in Ruthie and mm-hmm. lead to something. Otherwise, it, there's no point to any of this. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> it's an unnecessary filler to her storyline. That's all it is. Yeah. Like Ruthie didn't need a guy. Ruthie didn't need That's to like true. T-bone. None of this needed to happen. You're right. You know, or it could have led to liking T-Bone later. Like maybe now it could have started. Mm-hmm. Not, Not right the away. Not she gets home. Seriously. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of Ruthie's journey, if you will, this episode. Yeah. But what it does for Eric is, you know, he has this conversation with her and he realizes that he feels good like speaking his mind yeah. and not being calm and collected for his heart, you know, and just yeah. putting it all out there and like speaking what he, his truth. You yeah, know? exactly. And saying the things to people that he thinks they need to hear, you know, which we did see that like a couple episodes back, you know, when he died and we still don't know what <laughs> happened to him. Right, right, right. Um, so he goes, he goes on this spree, if you will, <laughs> of, meeting up with random, not random people, but with people we know um, and helping them or telling them like it is. Right. Mm -hmm. So first things, first thing he does is he meets up with Sandy in the promenade. Yeah. Sandy's at the promenade. Yeah. Because she decided she's going to hang out at the promenade all night Mm -hmm. and wait for Martin because Martin was supposed to babysit Aaron that day. Yeah. And lied to her and told her that he has a game and couldn't mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. But then she learns that he has a date with yeah, Jane. Basically. And she doesn't care that he's dating Jane. It's the fact that he lied, lied. to get out of taking care of his child mm-hmm. because what the fuck, dude, you know? Exactly. And so she waits around all night for to, for him to show up so she can tell him how it is, you mm-hmm. know? And while she's waiting, Eric you know, happens upon her and they're talking about, you know, school, whatever. How's school? How are you liking the change in your classes? You still want to be a minister? I don't know. Well, maybe you'd like to just go up to one person at a time and tell them what you think of them (laughs) on an informal basis, kind of a hobby. (laughs) So I understand that joke. Yeah. Right. But isn't that what he's doing in Uh this exact moment? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He's calling her out on it. And yet you're the one who's giving her advice unprovoked. Yeah. You just walked up to her and started giving her advice. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What? Uh, Yeah. It's like 
hey uh, kettle yeah it's the pot um you're black <laughs> yeah dude seriously he's uh <laughs> well you know at least they can make fun of each other now or make yeah. make fun about this I, on that. the same level or whatever. Yeah, yeah dude um so the next he goes to visit margaret mm-hmm. and mac because yeah. whole can of worms there we need dun, to get dun, into dun. so margaret is borrowing eric's computer yeah because she says she's writing a book or a novel or whatever. Yeah. And then Eric's like, you're writing a book? Like, that uh-huh. sounds like something you would do in, like, an advanced literature class in college. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah, no, I'm just writing a book. It's cool. Basically. And we learn that she's essentially doing Mac's homework for him. And since when was Mac uh, advanced English? <laughs> Mind you, Mac, the same Mac who we saw being a total loser watching Jerry Springer in the middle of the morning instead of yeah. studying for a test. Uh-huh. So she's decided to do this for him. Yeah. Because, and Jane picks up on it mm-hmm. because she's got feelings for Mac. Yeah. Which came huh? out of nowhere yeah. and literally just feels like Brenda Hampton going, hmm, okay, Jane and Martin, T-Bone and Ruthie, who else can we get together to get some sexual tension going on in here? Mac it's and Margaret. It's so random. Like, Mac was not interested in Margaret ever. Yeah. Margaret never liked Mac to begin with mm-hmm. because he represented, like, playboy status of, like, just being into Jane and shit. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, she has feelings for him. So she's like bending over backwards, doing his homework for yeah. him. And it's a damn good paper, too. Yeah. And he comes home. Mar- Mac comes home and she's showing him the paper that she's written. And she doesn't he doesn't quite think it works for him because it's like a romance novel. Exactly. And he's like, would I be writing a, nov- a romance novel? And she's like, wouldn't you be? And then they start making out and getting all hot and heavy. Uh-huh. And then Eric comes in like a cold cup of water, <laughs> pouring all over them. And essentially unprovoked is like, hey, Margaret, you should go back to college, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she was going back. To- I thought so, too. I thought that was the, her whole thing was like she was going to go to school and do the babysitting thing and do Dairy Shack and whatever. No, only that though but she also tells eric maybe i'm not smart enough i was like bitch you actually mentioned on the bench saying like i'm gonna go back to the camden's and i'm gonna go to school because i'm yeah. actually pretty smart like yeah. she's you know your own ability yeah if you know you're good enough to do max homework then you should know you're good enough to do it for yourself when you're in that class yeah but she when she says all that whatever how many episodes ago i get it but don't tell me that she really doesn't believe in her work ethic now it's not it's not that she doesn't believe in her work ethic. She doesn't believe that she's qualified enough to go to college. I know, but I really thought that she was already going to school because they made it such a point. I know. I know. It's it's the weirdest thing. Again, this is Brenda Hampton banking on the fact that no one is binge watching in 2007. There's no DVR or whatever. So you forget little details, right? That's upsetting, though. It is upsetting because it's like this was a major character point for Margaret. Like, yeah. why are we here? But so he says that to her. He's like... You should do this because I read your paper on my computer mm-hmm. and it's really good. Yeah. And, you know, you can do this. So she's like, you know what? You're right. I can and I will. Fuck you, Mac. <laughs> like, I'm going to school. Seriously. <laughs> and so just like that, it's like, OK, so that was nothing. Cool. Mm-hmm. They made out for five seconds. Yeah. Cool story. Cool story. <laughs> 
And then we just get a little bit of a glimpse of Martin and Jane. He comes to the Dairy Shack yeah. after um, Sandy rips yeah. him a new one. Yeah, God. Martin is trash. He is such a loser. He's no, like, he's trash. He's such a loser. He tells her, because, okay, she's like, you lied, what the fuck, you know, whatever. And he's like, uh, I go to school, I play baseball, I take care of my son a lot. Like, don't I deserve a life too? And it's like, bitch. I have him full time. Yeah. I also go to school. I also have a job. Yeah. Like, what are you trying to say to me right now? And yeah. I also have a relationship that I'm trying to maintain and have as well. Yeah. So if you think you deserve fun, I deserve it too. Ex- and then he flips it on her and is like, aren't you seeing that doctor guy or whatever? And she's like, yeah. And he goes, then why aren't you more happy? It's like, it's not your job, Martin. Yeah. To tell me if I am or I'm not happy or that I should or shouldn't be happy. Your job is to be a parent to this fucking kid and yeah. to pull your weight and to not let anything get in the way of that. Yeah. And you have proven time and time again to let shit get in the way of that. Mm-hmm. He's such a fucking loser. Yeah. I can't even handle him. I, 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 this is what Martin was written out to be, to turn into so this disappointing. piece of shit. He was such a good guy. And now he's just a loser. And then he goes over to Jane's little booth at the Dairy Shack and she's like, you're late. So I already got my break. So let's just make out here in the booth. And then they Mm -hmm. do. And it's like, ew. And all I'm thinking is, Jane, if you actually saw the way that he behaved, you wouldn't have been into this. You wouldn't have been into this. I hope not. I hope for Jane's sake that when and if she sees his true colors, she's not into it. Yeah. Because this is not good behavior Mm -hmm. for a man to exhibit yeah which i don't i'm not trying to get into like the trap of gender norms and shit i'm just saying for any person to exhibit it's just not a nice color on anybody like when you are being rude and you're trying to prove a point or whatever but it's like your fucking ego is doing all the talking and you're being and it's spiteful that's what it is it's just coming from a mean place. This isn't coming from a place where you're trying to make me realize I'm maybe I'm not happy with someone. Like this isn't coming from a loving place. This is coming from like you're going to shove it in my face and ru- whatever. Yeah, no, you're right. He's he's saying what he says to her. Yeah. to be spiteful so that she can be like taken aback. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's doing it for that shock value of like then why aren't you more happy? Yeah. Like bitch I'm not happy right now because you're a loser yeah. and I and I have a child with a fucking loser. Exactly. That's why. This is not this th- this was never about me. This is about you, Martin. Yeah. You know? Ugh. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what exactly goes down with these two because it sucks that this is how yeah. it's going with them, but at the same time like Yeah. I mean, I don't how do you pull up this plane that's crashing into the ground you know what i mean and how am i supposed to give a fuck about martin seriously i know how why do i care about him he's barely there when he is there he's just wanting to get his dick with jane yeah he's he's chasing jane finds out she's married or gonna get a divorce freaks the fuck her anyway yeah but also freaks the fuck out too yeah like all this stuff like dude you're just mm, and then seeing jane like fall all over him or fawn all over him it's just like yeah why why like you don't even know this guy like what's what's the big deal you know yeah i don't know it's weird 
It's all just a weird thing. <laughs> um, but that's kind of it. <laughs> well, other than the fact that Eric does help T-Bone. Oh, at the end. Yeah. yeah. So, so, okay. At the very end, after Eric has done his rounds of helping people. Seriously. <laughs> truly his rounds. He's back at home drinking a glass of milk, which why? Ew. <laughs> grown ass man <laughs> with a heart problem. Um, and, T-Bone comes in after a shift at work and Eric sits him down and essentially tells him like, listen, I'm, I want you to know that this relationship that you have, like with us, like living here, us Mm -hmm. putting a roof over your head and food in your belly and everything that is not conditional. That is not because you are with our daughter. Yeah. And, if you are feeling like you have committed too far and too much with Ruthie and it's, and it's not what you want and you want to end it with her, just know that that is your prerogative Mm -hmm. and you didn't do anything wrong Mm -hmm. and you will not have done anything wrong if that's the case. And you will continue to be welcome here in this family with us, whatever. Like, We're not going to turn on you mm-hmm. if you decide you don't want to be with Ruthie anymore. Good on the Camdens. Good on Eric. Yeah. Not the Camdens, but on Eric. Yeah. Let's be clear. And T-Bone even says, and he's like, he's like, yeah, but that's your daughter, dude. And he's like, yeah, but she makes her own choices here too. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the thing I think that we lose sight of, unfortunately, in this episode is like, the agency that Ruthie has as well. Yeah. Because when Annie flips it on her, right. And says like, if you're going to get married to him, why get the tattoo removed? Right. Yeah. And you get that zoom in fade out moment on Ruthie's face. Mm -hmm. It's like, you can see it on her face too. It's like, she doesn't want to be with him forever. She knows it's not forever. And so these are two people who are not necessarily like fully committed and in it to win it with each other for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And yet they're both scared. Ruthie, I think because she doesn't want to let go of a relationship she's in Mm -hmm. and T-Bone because he's scared he's going to lose the roof over his head. Yeah. You know, like that they're going to kick him out if he's no longer with their daughter. Mm -hmm. And so Eric lets T-Bone off the hook and and tells him it's going to be fine. Yeah. And I mean, he literally says everything's going to be okay in the end, Mm -hmm. but we never quite get that conversation with Ruthie that says, listen, just because he gave you a promise ring doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that you need to be in this forever. You know what I mean? True, they didn't. Which is disappointing. Yeah. But also not very shocking because it's Brenda Hampton and the show sucks. But yeah. like, I feel like that should have been a good way to do that. Like like that dyna- that having it seen from both sides of the coin. You know what I mean? Like we see the T-bone conversation. We see the Ruthie conversation. We, the audience get the benefit of like realizing on our own. Oh yeah. These two don't actually want to be together. So how are they going to navigate that happening or Mm -hmm. whatever? You know? True. So we'll see. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Not a, I don't, yeah, I don't see anything happening with these two. I don't think it's going to end happily ever after for them, yeah. which again, I'm fine with. Like she's 17 or 16. I mean, yeah, because I'm the, I because I don't care. 
<laughs> also I don't that. care enough about any of these characters anymore. And that's just the truth. Like, yeah. they've been so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, sh- um, shape-shifted and yeah. changed into something that they never were. Every single one of them that's true. is no longer what or who they were. Not to mention the 15 new people they've introduced since the inception. Yeah, man. So it's like... Like, I don't care about, I, I don't have it in me to, like, be invested in with these characters anymore. Least of all, the, like, the T-Bones, Max, and, well, not Max, but, like, the T-Bone, Margarets, and Janes of the world, where I literally just met them 10 episodes ago. Oh, I'm so sorry. You know? Because we only have a few more left and we're stuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's, that's the episode. Yeah. It's nothing really to write home about. It's. Like we talk, like we said, it's all set up. It's all transitionary. Yeah, it's all just getting us into the last four episodes this of the true. season yeah, or a series. Is. So, what do you rate it? <laughs> See, I'm really confused. Thumb up, thumb down. Interesting. Thumb up, thumb down. The conversations weren't bad. And I can't, I mean, they got reactions out of me, which was like, oh my God, I couldn't believe they went this far with it, with this character, Ruthie. <laughs> but, um, I mean, again, it's not about characters that I care for, right? I don't care about them, but they're still telling me a story and it's all right. All right. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I agree with you. I think it's a thumb up, thumb down. I really enjoyed seeing Eric yell at Ruthie and tell her how it is. I really enjoyed Sandy yell at Martin telling him how it is. I liked Lucy be challenged. I like the idea of Lucy being challenged by the next phase of her life. Yeah, that's true. Whether or not she's going to be up to the challenge and accept it is a different story, I suppose. But I like that there's this opportunity slash challenge in front of her. Um. So, yeah, for those reasons, it's going to get one thumb up, one thumb down. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Well, folks, as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. At this point, do we care? (laughs) No, we care. But um, here's the thing. We're on Patreon. We're on patreon.com slash the number four heaven's sake pod. You can subscribe there to get access to two bonus um, episodes a month of live commentary on movies that T has seen that I have not, with the exception of our, our the last movie we did, which as of this recording anyway, was um, Frozen uh-huh. as a birthday treat to me, Lady J. Um, you can listen to that. That's a fun one. So there's that. But more importantly, as you know, we are gearing up to end this puppy very soon. Uh, yeah. And we only have a handful of recording sessions left. Now, mm-hmm. there are several episodes before the end for you guys as listeners, but we will only be recording this show for <laughs> two more weeks yeah. as of this point. So l- l- I'll put it this way. May 7th yeah. is the deadline mm-hmm. to get your emails out to us, your questions, your comments, your thoughts, your insights, anything you've ever wanted to, uh, to know about us or the show or things that you've wanted us to know about or, the show. Or to talk about all of it, any all of, of it. it. May 7th is the last 
is the last deadline. Yeah. The final deadline to, to send things in. Mm-hmm. Um, it coincides with the release of, I believe, episode 1121, mm-hmm. which is three episodes from the one that you're listening to right now. Yeah. So there's not a lot of time left, but we, you know, we, we want to hear from you guys. We want to have a final chance to connect with you guys. So send those in to for heaven's sake show at gmail.com. That's F O R H E A V E N S S A K E S H O W at gmail.com. Uh, it'll all be in the liner notes, so you know you can find it. Yeah. And uh, till next time, bye. Bye.